The Dead Show of the Month Podcast. Welcome back to the Dead Show of the Month Podcast. It's me, your old friend Dave, and we're back with another amazing journey with the Grateful Dead and Friends. Joining us in the studio, our co-host, good evening, Bob. Hey, Dave, how you doing today? Doing really awesome. I'm, I'm actually, I've said this too many times in the last couple of months, but I'm surprised that it took us this long to get to this show. And I'm sick of saying that. Maybe perhaps I won't have to say that at some point. This time, it's accurate. Well, you know, it, it's there's a hell of a lot of shows, Dave, and we're we're not even through 200 yet. So we got 10 times as or nine times as many in front of us as we've done. So this is a hell of a good show, though. Yeah, uh, we are talking about Dead Show of the Month number 183, The Grateful Dead from Vancouver, British Columbia, on June 22nd, 1973. We promised people last month, Bob, that we would head up to the Great White North, and we are there, eh? Hey, you bet we are, and so's the band. Oh, yeah. They're they're on. The recording that I was listening to is a wonderful recording. I think you have at least that here. Yeah, I have I have an amazing copy of this. It's, it's a big show, Bob, and, and I, we never give too much away, but I can tell you that generally in first sets in 1973, they tended to go a little bit on the long side. This one clocks in at just, I want to say, 30 seconds less than two hours. Unbelievable. And there's some, a lot of ditties like we talk about, which was the standard in the in the early 70s, lots of ditties. But there's a couple of chunky beasts in this thing. First set. Yeah, these, these are some of the longest shows they've played. Yeah. Probably in the top, you know, seven or eight for length. You know, just musical experience it's a long show it's a great show yeah it's 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 a good solid four hours a lot of our podcasts are about three and a half hours long with the halftime show right this this show the actual music from the grateful dead is four hours worth plus the halftime show we got some good stuff at halftime bob why don't we why don't we do it and we'll come back and talk about it after it happens i love it let's do it the Grateful Dead, everybody, from Vancouver, British Columbia. It's in Canada, eh? Eh? Yeah. June yeah. 22nd, 1973. You guys enjoy this, and we'll meet you back here at halftime.
just a lot to win and even more to lose You and me better spend some time wondering what to choose Goes to show you don't ever know Watch each card you play, play it slow
I feel tears welling up and down deep inside like my heart's got a big break. And it's never lonely and it's sharp and painful. I may never shake. You might think that I'm taking it hard since you broke me off with a card. You might wager that I'll have sorrow one time I lay right down and bow. Now the race is on and here comes right up the backstretch. Heartaches are going to the inside. would be Now I live in fear of waking up each morning and finding that you come from me There's an aching pain in my heart for the name of the one that I hated to face Somebody else came out to win her right in second place Now the race is on and here comes right up the back stretch Heartaches are going to the inside My tears are holding back
Probably all relaxed because we're all going to be here until, uh, well, let's say midnight or somewhere around there, you know. And it's going to be a nice long show. We're going to take two or three breaks in between here, you know, so just uh, hang loose, why don't you, you know? Yeah, you too.
Some folks trust to reason, others trust to mind. I don't trust nothing, but I know it come my bright. Saying once again, but I hope you understand.
Take a short break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. So everybody, hang loose. We'll be right with that. Wow, Bob! A really long set capped off by some extremely impressive improvisation. Wow, Bob! Wow. You know, it, it's it, you mentioned you know before the first set how long the first set was, and it's like they forgot to stop. It's like really that that length is almost what some of the shows were in the 80s the entire shows were yeah. a little bit over two hours and you know less than you know two hours 20 minutes sometimes and now you see this you know, this is a mega show with some great playing yeah it seems like there was a zillion songs in there which again was kind of normal during this era but uh wow the bird song the the china rider and the playing in the band Oh my, my oh my, some amazing, amazing stuff there. And I can tell you it's certainly one of my personal favorite bird songs. It, that, that's one of them. That one, the Vanita one, is hard to, to pass up. 
Yeah, there's a the bird song is is outstanding and it's it's got some subtlety to it, and also just the mix they got, the sound of Phil's bass, uh, it, particularly attractive. I, I guess this era just had a lot going for it anyway, but um, they they really nailed some some beautiful music in that set. The mix is. You know, 73 was kind of hit and miss. Uh, when I first started getting into tape trading, 1973 shows always seemed kind of a little wimpy, like hollow, like not as full. Um, of course, some of them are. And this recording here does not have that problem of not being full. There is a ton and a half of bottom end in this. And Mr. Lesh seemed to be either under the impression that it was going to be a good night for him to be taped or just played his ass off and finally got the, the recognition for it. But... Uh, Almost MVP status there again for, for the bass player in the first set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and again, the tone of the instruments have changed. You know, they all, of course, grew in their appreciation of uh, the, the luthier's art. But um, there's just some great sounds that they're able to get from their instruments. And uh, this recording happens to capture that. It's something else, man. And the second set coming up. Beefy, beefier, even a few minutes longer than this one, putting it to where we could get four hours of music for you guys. But before that, we have a halftime show. And uh, Bob, a few months back, I did the Almond Brothers New Year's Eve 1973 show for halftime. You remember that? Yeah. And and the tracks that I picked were just the Almond Brothers. But as as I as we alluded to, there were guests that night. And so what I've snagged out here is a, a good 20 minute portion of the Almond Brothers Band, uh, but this time, uh, sitting in with them, Jerry Garcia on guitar, Billy Kreutzman on drums in lieu of Butch Trucks. We'll, we'll get to that at, at, after we listen. Uh, and Boz Skaggs, who I guess yeah. is the one who's actually singing on this number when, when the words finally come in there. But lots of jamming here. See how many uh, Grateful Dead teases you can hear Garcia try to throw into this jam. I, I've, I've heard at least two for sure. Uh, one of them, I guess you could say, well, anyway. Take a gander, everybody. This is the Allman Brothers Band from New Year's Eve 1973 with special guests Jerry Garcia, Boz Skaggs. Boz Skaggs? I say Boz. Okay, Boz. That's a, he's a, a generational thing. Yeah. I don't know too much about the Boz. Yeah, well, he was around a lot. You I know. know. He's, he showed up many times. When I hear about Skaggs, I think Ricky Skaggs because my bluegrass thing kicks in. Yeah, that's a generational thing, too. There you go. So, yeah. <laughs> Okay, everybody, we've talked enough. Enjoy the Allman Brothers. We'll meet you back here when they're done and discuss uh, some fun things about the set you're going to hear and, of course, get you back to the Grateful Dead. Enjoy, everybody. This is Darren from the fine state of Arizona, and you are listening to the Dead Show of the Month podcast.
At this point, we're going to fade ourselves out on the uh, Capcom Radio Network. Uh, in the last uh, hour or so, you've been listening to the Almond Brothers, joined by Bill Kreutzmann and Jerry Garcia of the Grateful Dead and Boz Skaggs. And we hope you've had a wonderful New Year's Eve. And at this point, we're going to take the network out. And you've been listening to the Capcom Radio Network. This is Tom Donahue. Happy New Year and good night. Bob, what a... What a night that must have been, huh? Unexpected, right? You, you you go to see the Almond Brothers, and all of a sudden you get like I don't know special gifts, yeah, special guests. Well, first off, the Almond Brothers playing New Year's Eve in the city or Daily City, I should say, right, just Cow south, Palace, right, right? The Cow Palace, which was never. I guess everybody that's ever seen a show there said no thanks. The next time, I guess they probably would go back if they had to. Maybe they did this night, but I heard it's not a. A great concert venue, but alas, the the Allman Brothers band find themselves in the Bay Area for New Year's Eve. 1973 was a huge year with the Allman Brothers and the Grateful Dead. Yeah, they right. played the huge Summer Jam in July. Right. Um, they played together in June at RFK Stadium yep. in '73, which was great show. Huge. There was another one in '72. I can't remember the date off my off the back of my head. Where. The Allman Brothers, several of them sat in with the dead. Uh, a relationship was obviously forged, and I guess something happened to Butch Trucks backstage. It's been a month of Sundays since I read this story, so I, I think that maybe, unless you know about it deeply. Not deeply. I just know what I heard, right. so maybe so, you could recount it for us. So what my memory is, and I'm sure we'll hear about it in the comment section, kind of like we did about saying that Jerry had brought back the Tiger guitar in 19. 19- 78 or whatever we were talking about yet yet it was the wolf (laughs) that he brought back so i fucked that up but anyway uh the way i heard the story was butch trucks enjoyed his beverages and um was backstage and had uh, much like Pigpen, had no desire to to join in on the chemical uh interactions that would go on with with band members backstage in the bay area and so he decided he was going to stick with champagne. And in, I, I, I want to say good old Grateful Dead fashion, but perhaps it's just Bay Area mayhem. Somehow, believe it or not, something found its way into the champagne. And Butch wasn't able to play drums, is the way I remember the story, which is how Bill Kreutzmann ended up being one of the drummers that night. That, that matches what I've heard also. Okay. Yes. So interesting for those of you guys that knew that story. I hope I told it right. For those of you that never heard it, just believe what I told you. It's probably close to right. I did read it on the internet, but it seemed like a very legitimate source. But some great guests sat in nonetheless. I don't know how many things you caught there. Some little teases, Bob, but I heard some going down the road feeling bad one or two times out of Jerry. 
yeah. uh, two different parts of going down the road, the the end part and the mm. the middle part. And I could have swore I either heard like a Hey Bo Diddley or Definitely uh, Not that. Fade Away kind of riff. But yeah, Bill Kreutzem and Boz Skaggs and the Allman Brothers. So I know you've seen the Allman Brothers. I have. Many, now, I, many I've years only. Ago. Okay, cool. Because I only saw them in like 2007, maybe, something like that. 74, 75. Wow. Yeah. So. How how was what was that like? You you were you were a burgeoning Grateful Dead head at the time and about to get into all this stuff. How did the how did the almonds treat you compared to the Grateful Dead? Um, so I you know I need to think about it. Maybe it was seventy three seventy four, but it was at Roosevelt Stadium, big stadium show. Mm. Loved it. I, I'm an Almond Brothers fan. That was before anything else. That was probably my my first you know real rock and roll band that I I loved. Wow. And. Uh, so I'd seen them at, um, was it the Garden first, and then Roosevelt Stadium. And then after that, it was more like the side project kind of stuff. But uh, <laughs> awesome music, you know, and just, you know, the audience was very appreciative. Driving beat that, you know, two so, drummers with a percussionist when I saw them, and it was just like, whoo, this is yeah, like a lot of rhythm going on. Yeah, man. we're not looking for subtlety here. It wasn't subtle. Right, no. It was awesome, though. Yes. Well, very cool. Madison Square Garden, Grateful Dead experience. And then they just, you know, the, what we just played was the Cow Palace right around that same era. Dickie Betts had integrated into the band, um, certainly. And and they were running with it, man. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And here we go, uh, which I know you're going to enjoy, which is the second set from the Grateful Dead. If you have somewhere to be, um, make a phone call right now and, and tell them you're going to be late because this, this set is long and uh beefy very beefy it goes goes through its share of ditties but when the lid comes off that genie bottle uh, she flows out and swirls around the room on you this is really high level cutting edge stuff coming up here bob <laughs> it's great it's great stuff well let's go with it the grateful dead from vancouver canada a eh? on june 22nd 1973 you guys enjoy this second set and we'll meet you back here when it's all over Thank you. 
left my home in Norfolk, Virginia, California on my mind. Straddle that grand road and pass running on across Carolina. Stopped in Charlotte, my past rubbing, we never was a minute late. When we was 90 miles out of Atlanta by sundown, rolling across Georgia State. If I had for the trouble, it turned into a struggle halfway across Alabama. Gone are the 
I feel the bullet go deep in 
Nothing's gonna bring him back. He's gone for good. 
know she isn't the same Or living on meds and vitamin C and cocaine All a friend can say is in it
Spanish lady come to me, she lays on me this road. The rain must bow around and round and tremble up and explode. He lets the smoke greater of my mind, I like to blow it away. But the heat come round and busted me for smiling on a cloudy day.
skipping through the little fields I came across an empty space He trembled and exploded Made the bus stop in his place Bus come by, I got on That's when it all began
Sunshine. 
Thanks a lot, folks.
Thank you all for that. What a amazing spectacle to behold there, <laughs> Bob. I mean, what do you even? There's a lot of shit going on. What does one even set, start to know? say about that? <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a hell of a lot of music uh, that came out of that show, and uh, they played a lot of songs too. And, yeah. Um, you know, they just stuffed goodies here and there throughout. You know, early in the set, middle, later set was, you know, the truck and. Uh, other one stuff was, uh, you know, r- right at the top. I, I just think that's great. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's hard to, you know, just pick one thing out. But I, I love the way the songs were kind of peppered throughout the sets. In later years, you didn't quite have that much mm, maybe randomness in where the songs got played. I, I, I felt the same way. And I was going to say that, you know, in, the, in, in my days of seeing the Grateful Dead, you didn't know what they were going to play, of course. And once you heard them start playing something, you, you weren't sure where it was going to go. There was that. But there was songs that belonged there that you would hear typically from the beginning of the second set until the drum started. Or after the space was over, you know, you had a, various options rolling around in your head. This clearly was not the case during this time. Anything could kind of be anywhere. Yep. A lot of ditties in the second set there. I mean, they, they did the Here Comes Sunshine to start, which was nice. You know, not a ditty. But then a whole bevy of ditties in a row, and then boom. I mean, that he's gone into nobody's fault, tease, jam, whatever you want to call that. The truck and the other one, the bass, the solo, yeah. Whatever Garcia's doing there with the, I don't know. It just got really weird and hairy and. I hope you guys like that. Just just about any night in this era, something serious would open up, and it, and something really serious opened up in Canada on this night on June twenty second. I I, I want to say I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, it's almost as if I I hope you guys survived that. It was a marathon and a really weird one to boot. So uh, an all time great show, Bob, and and we made it one hundred and eighty three episodes in before we touched upon it. I'm hmm. bewildered. This could have easily been number one. So it makes me wonder how many more of these there are out there in the world that we need to reel in and, and get to. I think I might have one in the next couple of months where it's again yeah. where I'm scratching my head going, damn, really? <laughs> how, how did we get, how did I not do this like 10 years ago? An all-time great show, uh, to be certain. You guys have been listening to Dead Show of the Month number 183, The Grateful Dead from the PNE Coliseum in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. The first set, the band performed Bertha, Beat It On Down the Line, Deal, Mexicali Blues, Box of Rain, that luscious bird song, The Race Is On, Sugary, Looks Like Rain, Road Jimmy, Jack Straw, China Cat, Sunflower, and I Know You Rider, Big River, Tennessee Jed, and finally they concluded that first set with playing in the band. Yeah. Not to pause things overly right now, but but I, I get weird about pacing in shows, and that's kind of one of my judging things. And I will say the pacing for a little while there in the first set um, wouldn't have been my first choice, but I forgave them because the overall show. But. <laughs> But having Sugary, <laughs> Looks Like Rain, and Row Jimmy in a row, it's kind of like three real, kind of really slowed down songs in a row. And I think that's like, for me, the power of the slow songs is the, the difference, how the, they the stand. The dynamic between right. one set and the, what follows. Right. What's so before. that would be my only complaint about this show. And it's it's not a much. Okay. It's duly, I have re- to be, duly I have to, registered complaint. I have to be critical. It's our job here. People expect this from us. 
No, I forgot. I'm not being critical enough, but I'll work on it. We did get that email, remember? Oh, you guys are just a cheerleaders for the Grateful Dead. Well, yeah, we're deadheads, you well, dummy. <laughs> Jesus. Why do you think I bought this skirt? Oh, Come on. Our halftime show tonight was the Allman Brothers Band with Jerry Garcia, Bill Kreutzman, and Boz Skaggs on New Year's Eve 1973 from the Cow Palace in Daly City, California. The Grateful Dead second set had the band performing Here Comes Sunshine, The Promised Land, Brown-Eyed Women, El Paso, Black Peter, The Greatest Story Ever Told, Big Railroad Blues, and then the phenomenal otherworldly jam of He's Gone into Truckin' into Nobody's Fault But Mine jam into the other one into Warfrat into Sugar Magnolia. Casey Jones finished the show and Johnny B. Good was the encore. Amazing stuff that continues to amaze me decades after I first fell for this this group of misfits from the Bay Area. Amazing stuff. Nearly 49 years ago, hats off to the tapers. <sighs> Brought it forward. Somehow it's available for us today. Amazing. Ridiculous recording. Ridiculous recording. If you guys out there want to get a hold of us to tell us how friggin' amazing this thing was or at some point where we did something that agitated, angered, or pissed you off, which I do get those emails. We just don't share them. Mm. Why didn't you? That's that's how I when I when I that my voice my brain voice turns to that as I breathe in. <laughs> oh, this is one of those I need to put the sad deadhead, the angry deadhead voice on. Anyway, you can you can write us at Dead Show of the Month at hotmail.com. That's our email address: Dead Show of the Month at hotmail.com. Or you can check us out on the Facebook at www.facebook.com slash DSOTM podcast. Next month, we are going to finish up something we started a while back. So that's the only tease I'm going to give there, Bob. But we're yeah. closing the circle. Right. I think I have an idea what that might be. And all of you listeners out there will have to wait till next month and tune in to see exactly what it is. Because I can assure you. You're only going to find out the answer to that right here on the Dead Show of the Month podcast. Bob, I thank you for stopping by today. This has been fun, man. I can't wait to get together and do this again next month. We, I have you guessing, don't I? Uh, yeah, but I, I might have an idea. So, um, But yeah, thanks, Dave. Great experience. Happy to share this with you and, and our listeners. Really good. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Years worth of fun. So for my co-host, Bob, this is your old friend Dave saying so long from Chino, California. The Death Show, the Mike Podcast. Podcast.